Calliope, we'll get Seep taken care of, but you have to tell me what happened. Is everybody okay? Okay, um, we were preparing the ritual to retether Atlantis when some guy showed up from something called the FBI. I thought maybe he would try to help, but he seemed to think everything we were doing was part of some war reenactment. Anyway, then a bunch of Goodfellows agents showed up, and Ray, Sarah, and Ari had to fight them off. Jill and Crete were with them. But don't worry, they were no match for our friends. Kind of kicked ass. While they fought, the rest of us started the ritual. It was hard, Brittany. It really took a lot out of us, especially Seeb. It was all going great, too, until, well, I, I don't really know what happened. We had created the gate, but it didn't lead to my home. It led to something else. They went through. They had to. And who knows what happens next. expanse. The edges of your field of view aren't obscured by swirling mists like in Hope's Heaven Dimension, and it isn't obscured by inky darkness like in Tate's Hell Dimension. It's different from the Escher-like fractal weirdness of the corridors of the FAE headquarters. If you felt like those strange places were infinite voids, this somehow feels even more immeasurable. Here, at a distance that could be light years away are rolling, gaseous shapes of muted colors. Pillars, clouds, vortexes. Like distant titans so large you can't perceive their tempestuous movements. Closer to you, there are several rifts. They look similar to Ari and Seeb's tears, but they're more rough, distended and bulging, like they're wounds in the very reality around you. And one behind you, there's a beach, Little St. Anne, your friends, your home, where you came from. A smaller one nearby looks more like a crack than a fissure. Frantic shapes move within it, and while you can't tell exactly what's there, it somehow feels familiar, like you're dreaming about something you know but haven't fully figured out what. In another, wider than the others, with more tattered edges, you see trees with canopies of spider webs. This rift seems out of phase with itself, like it exists in several different places at once. And from it, Ibasa leers on with intent curiosity. Farther in the distance, closer to the cosmic convulsions surrounding you, but perhaps more reachable, is a radiant green orb like an emerald sun. It's encased in a bramble of twisting branches that swirl and collide following no linear pattern. What do you do? So we're literally floating? You're floating. I imagine we're like still holding hands. Yeah. Or at least Ray and I are. It's probably awkward at this point. 
what the hell is this? You, uh... You remember when I said this might be aliens? <laughs> I half thought that, like, when we spoke, it was just gonna be, like, bubbles or something. Is this aliens? I don't think this is aliens, right, Ray? But I'll be the first to say that I don't like this at all. Welcome to our <laughs> planet. <laughs> Look at the size of that thing's dome. We are the large donged aliens. <laughs> we call ourselves aliens because we're from other places. That is a little strange. I don't think an alien would call themselves an alien. If anything, we're the aliens. We do call ourselves aliens, though. That's feels awful, I think, but... Well, you know, Ari, that they could be from, like, alien. Mm -hmm. That's the name of their planet. I slap you all across the face, <laughs> long dong alien man. You only slap get dong. You. you slap his dong. <laughs> we are very impressed that you know our ancient greeting customs. <laughs> what are we doing here? I hate this. <laughs> I tried to kill it by calling them long dog aliens, and he went with it. You should have known better. <laughs> you see their hands for the first time, and they have penis fingers. <laughs> God damn it. It's just like I dreamed. <laughs> no, there's no dongs, no aliens. Oh, where's my dong? <laughs> I'm moving on. Can I let go of Ray's hand? <laughs> and I want to try to swim out a little bit to see if I can see anything else. I basically want to read a bad situation. Is what, I'm telling you. <laughs> what are you swimming towards as you do this? I think I'll probably swim towards the where I saw Abasa. I'm trying to get a better look at if it's like a portal or if it looks like a memory. Yeah, sure, you can read a bad situation for that. Why am I so nervous to roll? It's just a... It's, okay, that's a 10 on the dice, so that is a 13. Wow, I started last session with a 14. Oh, this is Backwards World, where you want to roll lower. No, shut the fuck up. No, shut the fuck up. I really enjoy this. <laughs> this air of mystery where I could literally do anything and you'd believe me. You really could. I would. Uh, no, hold three. Okay, okay. What's the biggest threat? And if you say the unknown, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> so you start to move towards Ibasa, and you quickly suss out that they are not a threat, let alone the biggest. This fissure, this tear, does seem to be relatively unstable, but that just kind of is what it is. Uh, you get more of a menacing feeling from over towards that green, that distant green star that I mentioned. There's something there. I, I'll even say you see that it's eclipsed by something that's between you and it. That's the biggest threat. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Well, that one, but you did sort of just notice I it. Did, I did. Yep. So I want a freebie because you gave me that one. Sure. I, <laughs> I'll say that these rips, these tears, these uh, wounds, so to speak, you really get the sense that you are not in the wild. You are not in the overgrown. You're not in 
any place that you've ever conceived before. But all of these tears open up to different kinds of places. And that's that's part of the threat here, I think. Okay. We'll make this last question collaborative with everyone. Should I ask what's my best way out? Or what's most vulnerable to me? Or what's the best way to protect the victims? I was leading what's my best way out. But he didn't narrate already that the gate to the beach is right behind us. Yeah. But it would be nice to know that for sure. You don't know that that's that's a way out. Getting plus one on going to get the fuck out of here is probably not the worst idea. Yeah, that's not the worst idea. Yeah. Yes, then what's my best way out? You can definitely tell looking at these tears that you can move through them if you would like to. Uh, So yeah, your best way out is probably going back through that beach. Okay. Actually, you know what? Oh, God. I will give you a little bonus tidbit here. Because I did roll a 13. Uh, Regarding what's the best way out, it's up to you to tell if this is the best way out or the beach of Little St. Anne, but to get to Abasa, you move past the smaller crack, the smaller tear that you can't quite see through, and you hear the voices of all the people huddled together in the infirmary basement. Oh, fuck, I knew he was spying on us. Oh, God. And you get the sense that this, you maybe can't move through it without further messing with it, but this is a way back into the infirmary basement. I think that that is the scar that was left in the infirmary from when you pulled Sieb, pointing it out. (laughs) Pointing it out. Once we finish this, Sarah, it will not matter. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like that means that you know who is here. I don't want to speak his name. In case he just Where else speak. would he be? I don't know. <laughs> Which ones you know who? Are you talking about Goodfellow? Yes. Don't say his name. Oh, God. His name's Goodfellow. He's a little dude. I'm, I'm not scared of that. Ain't you played a video game? He has to be here. We went through a big portal. We've done a lot of shit. We're trying to do big things, so I, th- I feel like we're out of bosses now, so I think the big boss has to be here somewhere, right? I imagine through that grin tear in the back. Yeah, you're right. Stay together. Let's go and see what he has in store for us. I'm shaking my head. I'm going to swim. <laughs> yeah, I would like to fly towards the green tear, please. Can I do one more thing before they, before I follow them? Yeah, for sure. Can I wave at Abasa? They smile. Okay, just checking. Flick them off, see if it changes. <laughs> smile could have been a coincidence. <laughs> okay, I give a thumbs up. Is that what you want? They smile. <laughs> <laughs> you realize they're playing on a loop. They just keep smiling. <laughs> All right, I guess we're going towards this green light. The green light, like Great Gatsby. As you approach, you you start to get more details from this star, from this object in, uh, floating in the distance, and it grows. And the closer you get to it, the more it seems like this thing is enormous, like 
at least planet-sized, but before you're able to get there and dig too much into what that might be, you meet Goodfellow. And he is in his most monstrous goblin-like form. Does Ganon music start playing? <laughs> He's playing an organ. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know that this is Goodfellow. I've never seen him in my life. What is his most monstrous form? Definitely in his fairy form. He's got a ton of eyes, all looking just mean as heck. Uh, his wings beat behind him, even though there's no air to move here, no gravity to fight against. And his many eyes are glowing. Not blue, but green. Is that... Is that him? Dang, you're uglier than I thought you were. Okay, maybe Ray was right. Oh, God. Okay, it is the boss fight. It is canon. Oh, See, Sarah, no. this is that video game oh. thing I was talking about. Oh, God. Good fellow. I see you've brought your good little pets. I look at Ray. I am not like you, Robin Goodfellow. They are not my pets. You are more like me than you know, Ari Green. What is this place? Where are we? We are... Outside of the world. This is where you and I will enact the final stages of my plan. Your plan, good fellow, has come to an end. You have been beaten. <laughs> <laughs> Ari! Ari, don't you see that this always was the plan? We've had our moments. We've said many cruel things to each other, Ari. But everything I have done has led you to reach the height of your potential. And now it's you and I. True equals. I've always had my number one, some better than others. Shakespeare, Tate, Merog, even Agent Pale has served me decently. But you were special from the moment I plucked you from your boring little life. Oh. <laughs> it is sweet, isn't it, Ray? <laughs> Look at them behind you. They have followed you to the brink. That's the only component I lack. I have never had the mutual respect of my peers. Titania, Oberon, and Puck could rule over the best version of the wild. They're constantly struggling against one another. They fight the rulers of the winter and the fall courts, but never me. Oh, dang, there's three of them, too. It's almost poetic. I'm an underling to them. An errand boy. Apart from me, you have assembled a family around you twice now. One with Loretta and Daniel, and now one with Ray Ray and Sarah. Sounds dreadfully predictable when I say it out loud, doesn't it? 
twice over you have built what I have never had. You are the closest thing I have to a family, Ari. Surely you can see the good in my intentions. Your world is so miserable and mine is so fundamentally broken. Together we can use this source, and he gestures back towards the green star in the distance, to build back a better world. One where we can all be happy. So if you want a family, you you have to give more than you take. And all you do is take. You take people from their families, you take lives. Looks like you're even taking people's magic now. You can't do anything on your own. You have no support. I will take the power and I will recreate these worlds. Without you, you will be nothing. And none of your tendrils will spread through the overgrown or through the wild. These worlds will be safe. I guess my evil manners live in brass, while my virtues were written in water. Is that it? Took me a second to understand that. <laughs> I get, I'm, I'm caught do, up though. Do you understand? I don't. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Do I need to hit him? He's saying he's he's just gonna be remembered for all the bad shit he did and nothing of the good that he did. He won't be remembered at all. Good fellow is going to be erased. Where is Atlantis? Soon, Atlantis will rejoin to the Overgrown, and the war will begin. And more and more of these little tears will form, until the Wild and Atlantis and the Overgrown and everything that is spills out into this place between. And from the chaos, I will use the sea to grow back my world. I think as he says that, wisps of magical energy kind of whip up around him as he realizes that doesn't seem like his former apprentice is going to rejoin him, but he extends a hand and says, One more chance, Ari. Please join me. We would be so good together. I think I'm just going to use burn everything. Roll it. Okay, that is seven on the dice. Plus four is eleven put my hands in the shape of a harming rune and just fire out a green blast of magic at him in this weird space. He continues to hold out his hand with a small glimmer of hope in at least some of his eyes. But as you blast him in this way, you see that he looks sad. I think for all of his hubris, I think for all of his confidence and planning, I think that he really, truly hoped that you would join his side here. But your fire fades, and he's no longer there. 
And Sarah, you feel a tug from behind as you turn to see Goodfellow coming out of a tear and he grabs the book and starts to yank it from you. He's going to yank me with it. (laughs) I'm not letting go of the book. I mean, I'll bite his wrist. Me and Sarah were holding hands, right? Sarah's trying to hold on to the book, so let's do that first, and then, Ray, you can attack him as he tries to get away with the book if Sarah fails. So, Sarah, roll Act Under Pressure to hold on to the book. Okay, and I'm going to use... I've read about this to use Sharp instead of cool what was the book called where you read about this (laughs) (laughs) it was called holding on 101 (laughs) that's an 11 on the dice plus three so that is a 14 thank god all right then yeah i think that you he's strong but you just happen to yank it before he gets a good grip on it uh, and I'm not talking about dongs again. <laughs> and I'm going to eat it. I'm going to put it in my mouth and eat it. And she is gonna, talking about it. dongs. <laughs> God, <laughs> damn it. God damn it. No, I'm not. Yeah. You see him coming quick enough to. God damn it. And he's talking about <laughs> Stop. dongs. Stop. <laughs> You see him coming quick enough, and I think that you maybe uh, yank it back before he even gets a good grip on it. And so, yeah, he sort of falters and starts to uh, kind of like topple in the air. Uh, Ray Ray, you said you want to bite him. You can go ahead and do that. Yeah, I wanted to bite his wrist as he was reaching out. Yeah, this is definitely kick some ass. That is a 10 on the dice, plus 3. That's a 13. Amazing. Then definitely choose an extra effect. Actually, get an enhanced effect. Yep. I will do all of the harm. Sure. Uh, Ignore armor. Sure. So that's plus 4. So that will be plus 8. Ignore armor. He blasts you as suddenly a font of green energy comes from seemingly nowhere as you bite into him. And you're going to take three harm, ignore armor from that. And you are kind of blasted backwards. You're, you get a good bite in on him. But I think I'll, I'll give you here, you bit him really hard and you didn't see his flesh pierced at all. And you also notice he doesn't have any char marks on him from where he was hit with Ari's blast like he doesn't have any armor he just can't be hurt until this book is utilized and I think as he blasts you backwards he turns his attention back on Sarah what do you guys do he has green magic like flowing through him yes I want to try to trap him with magic roll use magic That's 11 on the dice, plus 4 is 15. I (laughs) would like to harness the green magic that is uh, within him as it is my magic and not his and have it basically harden, like arms, legs, stiffened out, straight body, like Ebony Maw, just frozen in place, arms, legs, extended out in hopefully pain. Uh, sure. Yeah, I think that 
you hold him there. Sarah, it's time. Use the book, Sarah. Wait, you want me to do this? I will be quite busy killing him, yes, if you don't mind. I think that there is a pulse of magic as Ari would recognize this. It's the magic being dispelled and Goodfellow laughs. (laughs) He starts to cast a spell and (laughs) suddenly there are so many Goodfellows. There's like fucking... 50 good fellows and one of them is near you Sarah and it again starts to move towards you to grab that book out of your hands Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. This is your keeper, Ian, here. As always, I want to thank you for listening to our show. Thank you also for telling your friends about us. It's the best way, really, to help us grow, and I think you all do a fantastic job of it, so thank you. I hope you're all enjoying this finale arc. We have a few episodes left. I am very excited. I would say I'm as excited as you are to see how it all pans out. I want to thank our new patrons, Eli, Ghost, Dan, and Jojo, thank you so much for joining us. It's incredible to have you along. You can find us, of course, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and Tumblr, and whatever else at S-H-R-I-M-P-A-N-D-C-R-I-T-S. That's at Shrimp and Crits with no spaces. We got that handle on lock. If you haven't already, you can rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice, You may have missed the announcement, but we do our listening parties on our own Discord now. Follow the link in our show notes. Uh, Even if you're not a patron, you can join the Discord for the listening parties. You just get a special role that only allows you access to those channels. We are a bi-weekly show on Mondays. Our next episode will be March 27th, probably. (laughs) We might be having some scheduling conflicts coming up here soon. We're going to do our best to not interrupt the schedule Uh, but we also don't want to rush out any part of this finale. So be that as it may, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye now. You had to move away from those tears, those windows, so to speak, to get to Goodfellow. Uh, But I want to make a run for it. Remember, you have three holds to be wherever you want to be. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I want to use one of my holds. You don't have to use it. You could also, like, say, try to roll out of the way or just get away or, you know, whatever. No, fuck it. I want to use it. It's cool. I got two more after that. This seems like a good time. Okay.
So then we'll rewind a little bit here. And as Goodfellow dispels this trap that he's in, the camera pans to him. And I imagine Ray Ray and Ari both look at him to see what's going on. And as he laughs and casts the spell to duplicate himself a million times, Sarah is taking this opportunity. She recognizes this. She doesn't know what's going to happen, but you're like, I want to be near Abasa with this tome. Uh, and by the time he is done casting his magic, you are back there. You find that in this space, you move uh, in a weird, ethereal way where you just kind of end up where you want to be really quickly. Hey, uh, you, uh, you, you ever saw that movie, The Goodfellas? It sounds fantastic. I don't really have a plan or anything off of that. It's just a really good movie in this moment. Reminded me of it. Rob De Niro at its finest. Uh, I'll have to make sure it still exists when I rebuild the world. (laughs) Yeah, I am far away and I am trying to start the ritual for the book. Okay. Then let me tell you about the Chronicle of Wasted Time. When using the Chronicle of... That's my custom move for this book. Probably the title of the book. That's actually like a good summary of our whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) When using the Chronicle of Wasted Time to make Goodfellow vulnerable, you must open it in his presence and roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, the story of Robin Goodfellow is forgotten by all who have heard or told it, and he is no longer chronicled. On a seven to nine, he is no longer chronicled, but all of your magic has been poured into this spell. You must fight without it for the rest of the mystery. On a miss, this spell is channeled into you alone. You cannot remember Goodfellow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So if I fail... You will forget about Goodfellow, and the spell will not work. <laughs> it's kind of yet. funny. I mean, you can try it again, but yeah, you'll at least be—you won't be able to do it immediately. And what's a mixed success again? It works, but you can't use magic for the rest of the mystery. Yeah, I was about to say, what does that mean for me? Just like lay on hands, right? That's a pretty important one. Well, at least you got that Captain America shield. Yeah, it is. It is true. Okay, and I want to remind the audience that I have plus one weird. <laughs> this is the best move for me to do. All right. Everybody move to the edge of your seat. Are you ready? It's Snake Eyes. I can't even make this shit up. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> not even kidding. <laughs> can, can I help out? No, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna burn a luck. I cause it's just perfect. I want you to know you're welcome to use the luck here. But also, if you go doomed into the rest of this finale, I am not going to go easy on Sarah Payne. It has been hard being doomed. I'm going to take an experience. I'm so close to leveling up. You look at the pages of this book, and it's like a fucking Elder Scroll. Like, the words are just kind of like... (laughs) moving around. There's like words on top of words and they're shifting and moving around and they stop suddenly and hundreds of them just blast off the page into your mind. 
and the pages flip around and the book closes and you don't remember Goodfellow. Back at Goodfellow, <laughs> back at the Goodfellow, there's a bunch of him and he is going to attack both Ari and Ray Ray. What do you guys do? He's coming for you with magic. I would like to inflict three harm area with burn everything. Just erupt from the center as I've done on these good fellow. I think I did it in the well illusion. I was surrounded and then just kind of made a large circular blast around me to dispel them. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. Nine on the dice plus four is 13. Your magic blasts out from you in a wide arc, and copies of Goodfellow move through the magic, and he laughs, and he looks at you, and you realize that Sarah has not succeeded on using the book, and the Goodfellows can still not be harmed by your magic. And you get blasted back for three harm. Is it ignore armor? It is ignore armor. Okay. Ray Ray, what do you do? I think my mentality is I'm just holding them off until Sarah can get it to work. If you want to kind of fight defensively slash avoid getting hit, then that's an act under pressure. Yeah. Okay. That's a 10. Very nice. Yeah, then you... I mean, you realize you're in your gator form, and you are not in water, but you are floating, and you realize that you can very deftly maneuver here, and you just start swimming, uh, launching yourself away and around these beams from the storm of Goodfellows. It looks like your friend is having a little trouble over there, isn't she? Uh, I have a question that I want to learn more about. I want to know if he's siphoning from me. Ooh, interesting. I think that's investigate a mystery. Okay. Uh, but you're still kind of in the storm, so let's have you act under pressure as well to get away from trouble, and then you can investigate. Okay. <laughs> Is it Snake Eyes? Did you fail? <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. I was going to say, guys, I have such good help out, but I don't have good help out when you don't put me in positions that I can help out. You could help out here. I got two on the dice. Plus four is a six. Uh, so you rolled exactly what you, the only roll you could to fail. Snake eyes. Yes. Yes, I did. How do I help out here? <laughs> that's, that's Yeah, you're both kind of chaotically moving around good fellows to try and avoid danger. So, Ray Ray, you can conceivably, you've already succeeded on Act Under Pressure. I will say, with that, you can conceivably navigate to be close enough to Ari uh, to help him. That being said, if the roles don't work out, you're both in pretty big danger. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Just roll good. Just roll good. Just, like Just roll you good. Have. Uh, that's it. Just roll good. That's an eight. Okay. Okay. I don't know what help out on an eight is. You give them plus one, which gets him to a mixed success, but you okay. also expose yourself to trouble or danger. 
Oh, well, that's fine. I'm here already. <laughs> That'll work. So, um... Hey, I helped. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> How can I expose you to trouble or danger here? So you... You get to Ari, and he's about to get hit with a blast, and you just kind of, like, move him out of the way as he's trying to dodge, but he's not quite quick enough. Uh, So it kind of glances in between you, and you're each going to get nicked for one harm, ignore armor. All right. I think I'm going to try to heal that one. Okay. Uh, Because I didn't heal the last one. Out of courtesy and storytelling. (laughs) But this is getting scary. (laughs) uh so that is a eight so i will heal two all right so ari that being said this is the nudge you need to get to a safe place where you can investigate a mystery here kind of looking around at how this magic works six on the dice plus three is nine hold one i'd love to what is being concealed here? Are you look around and you see the glowing green eyes? There are hundreds of eyes from dozens of good fellows. And you try to suss out a connection between the two of you. And then it clicks that good fellow referred to the distant green star as the seed, the source of all magic, as uh, you've heard so much about, and you it clicks with you that this green magic isn't from within you. You're just the first to figure out how to harness the pure magic of the seed, essentially the magic of creation. Sarah, we move back to you, and you are looking at this book that you... No is important, but you're not really sure why. What do you do? I look up and I observe this battlefield, I'm assuming. You see, it's pretty distant. From this place, you couldn't see Goodfellow before it took going up to Goodfellow. So you can see battle ensuing. I think you even remember that Ray and Ari are over there, but you're not sure who they're fighting. You hear a voice from behind you. You have a habit of getting lost in the strangest places, don't you, Sarah? You could say that again. You have a habit of getting lost in the strangest places, don't you, Sarah? (laughs) We don't have time. There's no time. But I'm not 100% sure of that because I'm confused. Did Did I hit my head? You... Have hit your head quite a few times. Like, did I just hit my head? I am proud of you for coming so far. I know this is important, but I feel like there's a piece missing here. Sarah, what information do you have at your disposal? I have this book. And I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to do something with it. Hmm. And my friends are there. And it looks like they're getting attacked. They need your help, Sarah. I I mean, I have to do this spell, but I'm really not good at magic. Can you help me? 
I cannot do this for you, Sarah. I'm sorry. I wish I could. Can you, like, do a little cheer? Oh, even that would help. <laughs> just clap a lot. <laughs> just, just tell me I got it. What I can do is I can help you figure out what you need to do. <sighs> I think you're going to need to investigate the book. Okay. Oh, to figure out what Christ. to do here. I'm a two-year-old again. I can't read. <laughs> I want to die. The no. dice say I want to die. That's a three on the dice plus three. That's a six. Oh, well, she was going to give you plus one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was about so to that's level a seven. Up, but okay, cool. Hold one. All right. What sort of creature is it? I think that you feel some kind of power, some kind of uh, magic affecting your brain, granting you clarity as you thumb through this book, trying to remember what the hell it's even about. And you flip to a a picture. It's It's a picture at the head of a chapter, and it's a picture of a fairy, a fairy wearing a suit with many horrible eyes and this sinister smile and he is uh, talking to a man that is half man and half donkey and you see this picture and you see the description of goodfellow beneath it uh, and you realize that your friends are fighting a man named Robin Goodfellow. Ah, uh, Goodfellow. And with that, I think we're going to switch back to the other two. Okay. <laughs> oh, great. Ray Ray, Ari, what do you do? It would be very beneficial if I could heal myself. I would like to try. Uh, there are a whole heck ton of these Goodfellas buzzing around, so uh, either act under pressure or you could try and communicate with Ray Ray to get him to protect you. Ray Ray, if you could keep them off of me for just a moment, I, I need to heal myself. Yeah, man, I got you. You have got to start talking faster. There's, there are so many of them. <laughs> yeah, you both did that. Okay, Ray Ray, why don't you roll protect someone? Ooh, that's a 12, which I have advanced. Oh, my God, that's perfect. Okay, so you grab Ari and you just kind of dive bomb through these... <laughs> good fellows and you zip with uh pretty impressive speed i'll let you pick is it are you are you dodging towards the star or towards sarah i think we're going towards sarah then you dodge that way you grab ari and just protect him through this floating battlefield of good fellow copies and you both get out of the maelstrom you're both out of danger ari go ahead and roll roll to heal this might sting, though. <laughs> Eight on the dice plus four is 12. Then, yeah, heal three then, right? Three. I'd love to. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And since you guys got out of danger here, I think all of the good fellas are kind of having a little bit of fun. They take a moment before they start to give you chase, uh, but you guys got out of harm. So I'm going to move back to Sarah. And Sarah, why don't you try to activate this book once more? Oh, God, okay. I'm gonna kiss it. 
the book? <laughs> no. <laughs> I kissed my dice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's much better. But math is hard. It's a nine. The book glows and these words, this mess of words on the page start to flutter around once again. And you see even them moving from page to page. And they, uh, as the pages kind of, you know, flutter, uh, they move back and forth and back and forth. And the words float off the page and they shoot off in Goodfellow's direction. And we hear, When in the chronicle of wasted time, I see descriptions of the fairest whites, and beauty making beautiful old rhyme, in praise of ladies dead and lovely knights. Then, in the blazon of sweet beauty's best, of hand, of foot, of lip, of eye, of brow. I see their antique pen would have expressed even such a beauty as you master now. So all their praises are but prophecies of this our time, all you prefiguring. And for they looked, but with divining eyes, they had not skill your worth to sing. For we, which now behold these present days, have eyes to wonder, but lack tongues to praise. Hell yeah, thanks, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all hear this. And the crowd of good fellows start to rush the both of you. Uh, I guess the three of you at this point. Sarah is still far away, but they're moving in that direction. I'm going to test this out and try to burn everything once again in an area. Okay. Roll it. Burn everything. Nine plus four is 13. Your magic, again, shoots out in an arc and uh, hits many of these good fellows, and they start to pop away, and that's going to use up all of his... This is a move he has where he gets three holds. It's going to use up all three of his holds. And it's uh, he pops back down to one good fellow and he looks pissed. And you, I will also say, you remember this is your mortal enemy. Uh, but you no longer remember the long tail of Robin Goodfellow. You only remember him as your personal enemy. What do the three of you do? Well, that's good enough for me. Oh, hell yeah. Ray Ray, he just beamed him. What do you want to do? All right, Tiny, it's about time we've had some words. <laughs> what are the words? <laughs> I've got a word. Fuck you. <laughs> that's two words. Yeah, I beam towards him. With the speed of a crocodile swimming through the Nile. <laughs> Why don't you roll kick some ass? <laughs> God damn. Uh, that's nine on the dice plus three. That's 12. Damn. Okay. Pick an enhanced effect. Uh, I think I want this to be a slow burn. I don't want to take hurt at all because I want to talk shit to him <laughs> the whole time. Fair. So four harm or no, it. I'm probably not biting him. Yeah, probably a claw. 
Yeah. So three harm, not ignore armor. Okay. Uh, I think that Goodfellow is as confident as he could be in his chronicled status. I don't think he has any armor. So you do your full three harm and he takes a claw mark. He takes a wound to his skin flesh and he looks at you enraged and he shoots you with a beam, but you use your momentum to just keep going. And I think that you uh, dodge his beam and, and, and get behind him. Sarah, I think that Ibasa looks at you and goes, okay, now I think they need your help to kick some ass. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> An interdimensional high five. Yeah. I love it. Fuck yeah. Should I strap the book back on me or should I toss it to Abasa or should I toss it to Ari or? I think the book is gone. Okay. I was about to say, do I assume that it just doesn't work anymore? I think it just poofed on away. Okay. I'm going to take out my sword. I'm going to run for him. I want to stab him through one of his many eyeballs. <laughs> um, I think that you get up to them as Ray kind of zooms past and claws Goodfellow. Uh, so Ari, what do you do as Sarah takes her time to get to the battlefield? I want to, again, attempt to trap him in place. Is he still pulsing with green magic? Yes. Perfect. I want to try that again. Then yeah, do it. Roll, use magic. 13 again. Same roll. Amazing. You now understand, you have an understanding of this green magic more so than you ever have, and you uh, reach into it and manipulate it and cause it to wrap around him from within. And he is stuck there for a minute. Are you also feel that same magic shoot back into you and you feel your own green magic uh, harden as you say and uh, form around you as these kind of um, ethereal almost spectral green chain wrap around you uh, and you're also stuck uh, Sarah you arrive finally uh, Ray Ray you're right behind actually you guys are kind of in pincer formation I want to stab him and whichever eyeball is closest to me. So many. I love that you want to do that. Why don't you roll kick some ass? <laughs> okay. The round one. <laughs> God damn it. It's a seven. Okay. You're going to do, do inflict a harm. You're going to inflict harm on one another. Angry about it. Since you're aiming for his eye, I mean, I'm not, it's, his eyes aren't his weakness, but it is a particularly vulnerable place on any mortal creature <laughs> which he is now i will allow you to do your precise strike if you'd like to that is a 10 wait what is it plus tough yeah it's a 10 very nice what's that two extra harm yeah okay you are though going to take a blast of green energy that he gets loose through his bindings uh you're gonna take three harm ignore armor fuck forgot about that it was ignore armor yep sorry i'm also unstable ray ray how much harm did sarah just take three three Ooh. you could try to protect her instead of attack him if you'd like 
Yeah, I'll do that, actually. Awesome. Roll plus tough. Yeah. Uh, I got a eight. Uh, okay, so you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they're going to get. Um, yeah, this is the end game. I'm going to give you this blast. You're going to take three harm. Okay. I will try to heal. Do it. That is a nine, so I heal two. No, I take one. All right, so you get Sarah out of the way of this blast just in time. Ari, I think that you are struggling against your bindings. You see Goodfellow, after he makes this blast, take this time to dispel the magic surrounding him, and he tears over to you Apotheosis style and appears right next to you. What do you do in this moment? I would like to forcefully my way out of these chains. Do it. Roll it. Seven on the dice plus four is 11. Fuck yeah. Then you bloop it away and you are free just as he is uh, right up in your grill. Ari, we can still do this together, Ari. It's not too late. I don't need you to do this, good fellow. I'm your family. You are a means to an end. I want to take his magic from him. I want to end his apotheosis. I want to do the opposite of what I did to Jack Frost when I poured magic out of my face and eyes and mouth onto him and melted his face. I want to, like, take in Goodfellow's apotheosis if I can. I want to, like, grab the sides of his head and try to remove it from him. I love this. Uh, Roll, use magic. Wait, what is this? Is this your other move? I, I could use force of will. That doesn't really apply it back to me. It could just be a use magic for... Beyond human limitations, I don't know how you want to... I think if this is used magic, it's banish a spirit or curse. Okay. That is seven on the dice. Plus four is eleven. Then, yes, you... You suck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You draw this magic from him, you push it out of his body and pull it into yourself and you glow brilliantly as bright as you have burned before. And Goodfellow looks at you with now glowing blue eyes and he no longer has access to this green magic. You have taken from everyone that you have ever met, Robin. Goodfellow. How could you even say that? I have given you everything you are. Everything that I have, I have made for myself. This magic is not yours. You are not worthy of it, good fellow. I am the magic. And then I'd like to explode him with burn everything. Oh, sure. Yeah. It was a 10 on the dice, plus 4 is 14. He blasts backwards. He flies 
he hurdles out of control uh, towards Ray and Sarah. Uh, he's looking pretty bad. I would like to get behind him and put him yes. in a headlock to say, you didn't give him me, bud. Why don't you roll act under pressure? Slippery little fucker. That is an eight. Then, yeah, you grab him and he <laughs> he bites you. He's oh, going to bite incredible. you on the arm with a magic bite. He's got a magic bite now. <laughs> it's blue. It's a blue magic bite. <laughs> I feel like Ian's making this up. Cool. <laughs> cool. It does two harm and it does not ignore armor. Okay, so it does one harm. I'm going to heal that just to be an asshole. <laughs> Fair. There's definitely more fighting to do before the end. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I, there, I'm like, there's no way this is the last thing. That is an eight. That is another eight. I've rolled so many goddamn eights. Then you heal too, but you've got him. I'm going to look at Ari. Take your shot, and you're finally free. Robin, good fellow, Puck, your story has come to an end. And I am going to pull my gun from the shoulder holster. I'm going to shoot him in the place in his chest where I know that their heart is placed, wherever that may be. Roll, act under pressure to see how this shot goes. It's a tough shot to not hit your friends. That's six on the dice. Plus four is a ten. Ari, I have a question for you. Is this the gun that you've always had since your time as an FAE agent? Yes. I've been saving it for this moment, I think. Then the single iron bullet fires from your gun, and it sinks into Goodfellow's heart. He slumps limp. The blue glow fades from his eyes. Goodfellow is erased from history forever. Now that there is nothing standing in your way, you see it in the distance. A plasmic model of existence as you know it. The seed, a viridescent star which feeds into the jumbled mass of the wild, which then sprouts into different overgrown branches. On one branch, you see a purple blossom has been clipped from the plant and it floats away waywardly. Seeb's pocket dimension for Atlantis. What do you do? Is good fellow just kind of floating there? I think Ray Ray was holding him. I'll kind of just toss him out. <clears throat> just, just drop float him. in space. <laughs> <laughs> just start spinning. Just drop him and kind of push him away. I mean, I'm not going to... I don't care about burying him. Yeah, he begins to float off into oblivion. Wow, I barely remember that guy, but I definitely remembered how much he hurt you. You, uh, you okay, Ari? I think so. It, uh, it may not mean a lot, but I'm, I'm proud of you. It, it means more than you know, Ray Ray. We, we succeeded. Where so many others have failed, we... We stopped him. He has poisoned every moment of our lives. Every moment? Without the wild bites, 
without everything that had happened to Tallahassee, your father would have not turned out like he did. And without Goodfellow, Loretta would still be alive. And I think we can change all of that. What do you mean, change? Everything Goodfellow worked for, it can be ours. Look at all of the magic here. I could go in there and I could bring everyone we've lost back without Goodfellow in the story. This magic is the magic of creation itself. You know, Ari, Goodfellow's a piece of shit. I've never disagreed with that. I understand it completely. But because of everything, I met you. I became closer to Sarah. We all did incredible things. And if we were to get rid of that, I'd be getting rid of a lot of things I'm very proud of. I don't want that and I don't think Mama would either. You don't get to take away the things that I did from me. I think Sarah's got like her head kind of cocked to the side and is staring at Ari. Has not even looked at Ray Ray. Ari, are you really, are you serious? You want to use that magic to just undo everything we've done. Undo everything he's done. He's gone. Like 10 minutes ago, I didn't even remember who he was. Because <laughs> of this fucking spell. You don't go back, you move forward. I'm with Ray here. I, I wouldn't undo a thing. Ari, I know. Losing Iggy is devastating. It's... I can't. I just... I get it. Iggy was everything that you knew. But Iggy's sole purpose was making sure that you were not lost. You ain't lost anymore. And I'll hold out my hand. Just, let's go home. The pocket dimension for Linus has become untethered and I need to put it back in place. I'll meet you back on the beach. Sarah, Ray Ray, Loretta, Danny, thank you for being my family. I don't know how time works between here and the beach, but when you get back, Tell Merak what happened to Goodfellow and tell her to do something with the FAE. And tell Seed that I love him. And I'm gonna fly towards the... Wait! <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What do you need? I wanted to say something. Okay, I'm listening. I'm just flying back slowly. <laughs> Ari, why does it sound like you're saying goodbye? You're... You're not gonna undo everything, right? You're just fixing the tether. I'm going to put everything in place, Sarah. I'll be home when I can. I love you both. We'll meet you at the beach. I'm gonna give Ari a hug. A huggy back, obviously. And I'm going to give both of them a hug and grab the back of both of their heads. 
while Goodfellow's <laughs> lifeless body just bounces around. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Goodfellow's lifeless body fl- slowly floats into our heads. Just, oh shit, there was a breeze. There's a breeze back. <laughs> Thank you both. We've still got a lot to do. You promise you're coming back? I promise. Get Mario Kart warmed up for me. I will. Let's go, Miss Sarah. I'll grab Ray's hand. And I'll head into the green unknown. Ari, the closer you get to the seed, the more you feel its power. It grows and grows and grows until you are encapsulated by it. It surrounds you. You feel the raw energy of this magic uh, inflicting pain upon your skin, and you quickly realize that it's your apotheosis magic that allows you to exist here. Uh, That it's a good thing that Ray Ray and Sarah didn't try to join you because I don't think that they could survive here. Ari, here, this close to the source, you become fully aware of the entire universe. Normally, your apotheosis is more or less in control of you. But in this place of power, you are acutely aware of the consequences of any decision you make. You see your choices branching out literally in front of you. Here, you do not have to roll to resist your temptations. For this custom move, fate apotheosis, I will instead give you the hardest of choices. You decide which path you will take. If you resist the glory play, the temptation to take Goodfellow's plan and make it your own, your apotheosis will end. You will connect Atlantis to the Overgrown, and thus to the Wild and the Seed. But, as your apotheosis will end, you will no longer have the power to sustain yourself among all of this pure energy will not survive. The other option is to give in to your temptations. All of them. The magic within you will take over. Your humanity will lose out for good. You will connect Atlantis to the Overgrown. You will fight in the battle to come until it tears the world apart and spills it into this place outside of life. And then you will build from the seed your ideal life. Your parents, Geo, Sarah, Ray, Seeb, Loretta, even Crete and Danny. Everyone you have ever cared about can be happy if you wish. The world as you know it, as they knew it, however, will be destroyed forever. Perhaps you will even have to destroy them if they get in your way. What's your choice? I want to look at these strands, these timelines, these choices in front of me and kind of open them and dissect them a little bit and see the chaos of giving in the war, the collapse of realities and take a closer look, see my friends and... I want to look at the the opposite, the opposing. I want to see the world as I saw it in 
my vision when I held hands with the Omni. I want to see Atlantis and the Overgrown together, thriving with the wild, without Goodfellows, nefarious ways. I just want to spend a little time. I don't think time is really important in this space. Just to yes, poison. think and every decide moment of our lives. Every moment. I hate to see this way because of everything. I met you. With all of the magic here. Incredible things. He's gone. You don't go back, you move forward. You don't get to take away the things that I did from you. I don't want that. I don't think Mama would. I wouldn't undo a thing. How far that little candle throws is me. So shines a good deed in a weary world. His whole purpose was making sure that you were not lost. You ain't lost anymore. Let's go home. I really do miss having you miss here. They would know exactly what to do. You can see Ari's eyes well up with tears as he smiles and says, Always sickness. And then he finally lets go. I'm gonna resist my temptations and tether Atlantis. Are you fly up? Towards the enormous blossom that represents the pocket dimension of Atlantis, it glows with a purple magic. You dig into this energy, grabbing an entire dimension with your power and pulling it back towards the overgrown branch where it belongs. As you do this, the flesh of your arms melts away to reveal a body of green magic beneath. When you're close enough, you extend one of your plasmic hands to grab the overgrown. Green fuses with green, and you pull them in towards yourself. As you do this, more of your physical body begins to disintegrate until you are a bright green phantom. Green magic incarnate. He that dies pays all debts. There is a brilliant flash as worlds collide and then reattach. Thin strands of flowing energy are all that remain of you, and they evaporate out into the ether. Ari Green is dead.
and sometimes I fucking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, guys, I'm already orange. (laughs) Uh And now I hate him even more. I hate him even more. (laughs) Oh, yuck. I'm I'm crying. I legit shed tears when... Yeah, because fucking Ryan. Jesus Yeah, it's Christ. every time I've cried in this show, it's been because of Ryan. 